The Drummer and the Great Mountain, a podcast where we share effective tips and practices for working with adult ADD, ADHD in a natural, effective way without the use of medications. Each episode, join me, your host, Batman Saram, along with the author of The Drummer and the Great Mountain, Michael Joseph Ferguson. Join Michael and myself in an interactive discussion of sharing our stories as we journey together in transforming what can be the gift of being what we call hunter types. This podcast is intended to be your audio companion to the book written by Michael, who joins me each episode where we both will strive to foster dialogue, give you our personal insights, and share both of our experiences on this similar path that we are all on. Our intention and hope is that along with the book, this podcast gives you an additional perspective as you listen to us delve deeper into each chapter of the book to give you even more tools to go along with what it is that you are reading. Visit us at drummerandthegreatmountain.com to purchase the book and look for more tools, tips, and updates, as well as giving us feedback on this podcast. Join our growing global community of creative types, entrepreneurs, and out-of-the-box thinkers on our shared journey. Welcome to the Drummer in the Great Mountain podcast. Welcome, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. I'm your host, Michael Joseph Ferguson. On today's episode, we will be discussing the sprint, then rest cycle, or hunt, then rest cycle for hunter types. Basically, what this is, is how do we get into good, natural rhythms for ourselves when we're planning our day and planning our week so that we don't burn out. We keep ourselves at the top of our game and we anticipate when we need to take rest, which many of us do not do. We, we get forced into it because we're burned out. So we're going to talk about how to create and build that cycle of sprint, then rest into your day-to-day schedule. So just one quick note, our live online workshop that starts on September 26th is completely full. This is the fastest we've ever filled up. Uh, So I'm looking forward to working with all of you. And for those of you who reached out that weren't able to get in, uh, just know that we will be doing another one in January. Uh, I need to cap the amount of people that join the group so I can give enough support to them. So that's why we do do close it after a certain point. Uh, So if you're interested, just drop us an email at info at drummerinthegreatmountain.com and you can get on the wait list for the next one. Okay, so today's topic is the sprint then rest cycle or the hunt then rest cycle. So before we get into it, let's define what the challenge is. The challenge is us hunter types tend to burn ourselves out, then get stuck in brain fuzz and indecision if we're not in touch with our natural rhythms. So the solution to this is practicing the habit of sprint then rest or hunt then rest. So basically practicing working in sprints, then making sure you're taking time to rest and recharge. And this is both on a daily basis as well as longer patches of time. 
Okay, so let's revisit Tom Hartman's hunter-farmer theory of ADHD. In a traditional hunter-gatherer society, a hunter would expend a lot of energy in a short period of time going on the hunt and then bringing food back to the tribe. So during this time, our senses are really heightened and we were in hyper-focus mode. So that was what would be necessary to be a really good hunter in this society. So after this intense sprint... Then we would bring the food back to the tribe, rest, probably create art, socialize. Like this is the habit that that has been built into our DNA over millennia. And if you look at modern hunter-gatherer cultures that are still holding to this tradition, this is what they do. So we can take from this uh, a key towards how do we schedule our day? How do we drop ourselves into this pattern so that we can get the most productivity out of our day, out of our week, and also know when to rest. So following this pattern of sprint, then rest, we have we can look at what is the importance of integrating both rest times during the day to avoid burnout, as well as scheduling days off. Like so many uh, hunter types that I talked to, they don't actually take enough real downtime where we rest and take care of ourselves. We're kind of filling up with like halfway, well, I'm still, I got to do this and I got to do this. And we always feel like we're chasing our tail, trying to get the next thing done. Whereas if we take time to, to rest, take care of ourselves, and really pay attention to what nourishes us, then we have more ability to focus and do what we do best, which is that hyper-focus, focusing laser beam on something that really needs to get done. So the suggestion is take this model of hunt, then rest, or sprint, then rest, and practice working in short bursts. So you may want to look at something like the Pomodoro technique, which we've mentioned numerous times on the podcast. So that's 25 minutes on, five minutes off. Or what I find for me works a little better is maybe doing like 45 minutes to an hour in a, and then taking a 15-minute break. Find your rhythm that feels good so that you're taking a break so you're not getting lost in hyper-focus. So the typical pattern we run into is hunter types, and I'm speaking for myself, if I don't plan ahead and take breaks, then I will burn, 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 and then I start to feel like less and less able to show up. But I, but I, like you're grasping, you're like, oh, I got to keep going here. And it just gets worse and worse and worse. And then by the end of the day, you're burned out. And actually, you probably burned about four or five hours where if you had rested, you probably would have gotten another good sprint out of the day. But because you stayed focused and didn't take a break, you actually reduced your productivity dramatically. And then the results of that are lower sense of self-esteem, stress, anxiety, overwhelm. I can't stress how important understanding this one piece is. I know each podcast we cover little fragments of this and we kind of touch on some of these. I've touched on this in the past, but I really want to laser beam on sprint, then rest. And with an underline under rest, taking a break, knowing what you need to recharge yourself. So all of this is predicated upon not assuming you'll be able to maintain heightened focus and productivity throughout the day. You need to let go of that idea. It doesn't work. And it could cause you a lot of emotional suffering if you assume you can maintain a heightened level of focus and productivity throughout the day. 
what I would offer is you're going to be more productive overall when you look at the bigger picture, when you assume you have a limited amount of focus and energy throughout the day and you anticipate this and you plan accordingly. So you put things that are most important that you need to get done earlier in the day when when your focus levels are higher, taking breaks even throughout that time, and then the more stimulating tasks, schedule those in the afternoon, those things that are easier for you to do where they're more, you're more engaged, maybe it's with other people, it doesn't rely on you ex, uh, exerting a lot of willpower to get it done. Focus your willpower in the mornings when you're most clear and focused, and even through that time, take breaks, and then towards the afternoon, more breaks, shorter bursts of time and ensuring that the tasks that you put in that chunk of time are more stimulating for you. They're easier for you to get done. So put simply, as a hunter type, taking regular breaks throughout the day will make you more productive. I guarantee it. It prevents you from getting lost in hyper-focus or going down the rabbit hole and then having brain fuzz and confusion. And this ties in directly with what we talked about last episode, which is about starting with the end in mind, getting clear about what you need to accomplish first so that when you get into that space where you're a little fuzzy and you're starting to lean into, I just got to like grasp and just work really hard to get this done. And then you see just the dwindling productivity. If you exercise taking regular breaks throughout the day, which is sometimes very difficult for us. This is not always easy. But if you get into the habit of forcing yourself to take a break at least every hour, you will more than likely be more productive that day. Also with this point, what I find is if you have a project where you're towards the end of the day and you've got a big thing still to get done, it's usually better just to punt that to the next morning versus trying to keep going into the evening, burn yourself out, not do a very good job where you could have stopped for the day, rested, got up early the next day and completed it. And I see this over and over again with my coaching clients. It's almost always a better solution unless it's a really like you have to get it done by the end of the day or there's major consequences. It's much better to take that task, push it to the next day, get some rest, and then you'll be clear to to tackle that task in the morning. Also, what taking breaks does is it gives our conscious mind a break and allows space for our subconscious to work on a problem. So I have found this so helpful when I'm working on a project, especially have a task that I can't figure out what to do next. I've learned over time that if I just stop, take a break, totally distract myself with something else, rest, the solution to the problem will bubble up from my subconscious while I'm doing something else. So, and so many people attest to this. You've probably seen yourself do this. So this is a common pattern for most humans, but for hunter types, the challenge is stopping. It's like having the gear shift to downshift and be able to slow yourself down. That's often difficult, but if you get in the habit from the beginning of the day in taking breaks, then towards the afternoon when you have a little less focus, your filters are a little lower, 
if you already have that habit in place, you're more likely to, to carry that habit through to the afternoon. For most hunter types, it's the afternoon, mid-afternoon slump. That's when we're most likely to get stuck in hyper-focus and then overwhelm and then anxiety. Like that cycle tends to play itself out. Whereas if you practice taking breaks throughout the day, when you get to the afternoon, you're going to be more likely to be with that pattern and go, okay, I need to just take a break or have the the clarity of mind to say, I need to stop now, close up shop, rest, maybe go exercise, get some sleep, and then get up the next day and complete whatever the task you're doing instead of burning and trying to get it done and not doing it very well and then throwing yourself off because you didn't sleep or you didn't eat and you and then that cycle then ruins the next day and on and on. You guys know this one. I, I'm telling you what you already know, but what I'm reminding you to do is be mindful of that sprint, then rest with an underline under rest become aware of how important that cycle is for you and integrate those times during the day where you take breaks. And a simple rule of thumb, you can either do the Pomodoro technique, which is 25 minutes on, five minutes off, or just take at least a 15 minute break or 10 minute break every hour. But you have to take a break every hour. If you don't do that, the odds of your your focus and productivity going down is pretty high. So if you take the break, you're more likely going to, you're going to be more productive as the day wears on. Okay. So here's some supporting actions that can help you integrate this sprint, then rest cycle into your day. So first off, Set aside 10 to 15 minutes in the morning before your day gets going, before you check your email, ideally before you engage with any work and you take the time to plan your day out. This is when you have the most traction. You sit down, you look at your schedule for the day, and you can even say, okay, I'm going to, even if it's just mentally telling yourself, I'm going to take a break every hour and at least take a 10 minute break. But you can also look at your schedule and say, okay, what is my, what's most important for me to get done today? What are the tasks that require the most amount of will and focus? And schedule those at the beginning of your day and schedule the more um, stimulating task toward the, towards the end of the day. At this point, when you before your day has started, before the day starts to flood in, this is when you have the most traction. So if you take 10 to 15 minutes each morning to plan your day, you're more likely to practice this habit of sprint than rest. Secondly, schedule your day in sprints. So possibly look at your schedule and go, okay, the sprint number one, I'm doing this and then I'm taking a break. And then sprint number two, I'm doing this, and then I'm taking a break. It's not always perfect. You assume that you're not gonna always nail the sprint and say like, I'm gonna get that done within that sprint. But having a general structure to work from is really helpful with the assumption that you will probably slip a little bit and things won't get done as quickly as you anticipated, but at least you have a starting framework to work from. And this is where like the Pomodoro technique comes in handy where you say, okay, this 25 minute um, 
sprint, I'm going to do this, and then I'm going to take a break, and then this 25-minute sprint, I'm going to do this. Hold it lightly. Don't make it too tight for yourself, otherwise it gets frustrating. But just see if you can think in terms of blocks of time where you're doing, I'm doing this task, and I'm taking a break, and then I'm blocking out another time to do this. And if you plan that in the morning, you're more than like you're more likely to, to work in terms of those blocks. And then it becomes an art to find the way where you're flexible enough where if it takes longer than you expect, you either uh, schedule it for the next day and move on to the next block, or you, you rearrange the next block of time so that you can continue the task that you're working on. The next supporting action for this is have you ta- ask yourself, have you taken a rest day to recharge yourself recently? So have you taken a day where you've completely unplugged, you've turned off the screens, maybe you've gotten out in nature, that you found the things that you know recharge you and you've done them? Have you taken a rest day to recharge recently? If you haven't, schedule it because even if you feel like you're way behind and there's all this stuff and I can't take a break right now, know that if you take the recharge day, you're going to be more able to do those tasks then had you not and just kept pushing and pushing and then burned out or blown up on somebody because they, they rubbed you the wrong way and that was it. It was the last draw. You were so stressed. And then you have to clean that up. We all know that one, right? So recharge day is not only just for us, it's about it's for the well-being of the people around us. So a good journaling question here is ask yourself, what does the ideal recharge day look like for me? Really tune in, ask, look, look, think back and think about other days where you're like, God, that totally recharged me. That thing, that action, that activity really did it for me. And then ask yourself, how do I schedule that soon? If you're really on burnout, then look, you got to look at your schedule and go, okay, I have to block this time out. I got to set a boundary here because if I don't get this recharge day, I'm not going to be able to keep up with what's going on. And finally, the last supporting action in terms of maintaining the sprint then rest cycle is potentially scheduling a catch-up day. So this may be a work catch-up day. It may be a home catch-up day, home and family logistics. Scheduling a day where you stop the train for a little bit and just get to the place where you feel caught up. And there's usually about three or four actions that we're all carrying with us where like, if we just get that done, it's just going to feel so good. And that's going to also contribute to us feeling like we're, we can rest and let go and take a recharge day. So that may be a work catch-up day, home catch-up day. Basically, what does it look like to get to the feeling of being caught up? And so much of our stress as hunter tights Hunter types can come from not feeling caught up. We're we're just in that space where we're just tense and there's always the next thing and the next thing and we never just catch our breath. Whereas we say, okay, no, I'm hitting pause and I'm just doing, I'm uh, maybe announcing to my coworkers, uh, I need to work from home today. If the, If you can do that with your job. And say, you know, I just need to just catch up on things. And what I remind people when I'm working with them who have corporate jobs is that people respect that. Hunter type or not, it is common for 
all people to get to a place where there's just too many things on our plate and we need to hit pause to catch up. It's normal in a workplace environment. So get comfortable with honoring your needs, asking what you need so that you can get caught up. So you're not just people pleasing or just concerned that people will judge you harshly because you're going slow and you need to catch up. Assume that people want you to do well at your job. And you can also take this mentality into your home life where you need to say, okay, wait, I need a day to just catch up. I need to hit pause. There's just too many things going on. I need to just focus on getting a couple of these tasks done and making, having a conversation with people in your family and say, we, can we, I need to schedule this day. How do we make this happen? The positive thing with that is, especially if you have kids, you're modeling for them what they probably will need to do in the future themselves, right? So if you're taking care of yourself, you're modeling for your kids what it looks like to take care of yourself and and set boundaries so that you can thrive. And if you're a hunter type, genetically speaking, you probably have at least one hunter type kid. I mean, the odds are pretty good, right? So modeling that, setting boundaries, setting these days where you can catch up, announcing it if you have to, arranging things to make it possible, this will also contribute to you in having the space to take days where you rest and you can feel like, okay, I can let it go now. I've completed that one task and I can schedule a really good rest day where I can catch up with myself. Okay, so your challenge for this upcoming week, if you choose to accept it, is see how many ways you can integrate the sprint then rest into your schedule. How Take a look at your short-term schedule and look at your day planning and see how do I integrate breaks during the day where I'm taking time off, I'm resting so that I can stay fresh throughout the day, as well as see if you can schedule in one of those, like a rest day where you really unplug and take care of yourself if you're feeling like you're, you're kind of on burnout, you're kind of wiped out. So that's the challenge. See what you can do to integrate this lesson into your schedule the next couple weeks. And that's it. So I hope that was helpful to you. And I just want to say a special thank you to all you who've been writing reviews for the book and the podcast. I, occasionally I'll go through and read them, and I'm just so pleased to see uh, this work has been helpful to you. So thank you for that. I know many of you email me on occasion, uh, so it's just an honor to work with all of you. So I hope you're doing well. I know 2020 has been a really challenging year for many of us, so I hope you're hanging in there, and I hope this uh, info is helpful to you. And until next time be well. Thanks for joining us. If you'd like to learn more about the book, The Drummer in the Great Mountain, visit drummerinthegreatmountain.com. To join us on social media, click the links at the top of the homepage. Help us spread the word. We're a small press and reviews really help. If you've been enjoying the podcast or the book, consider writing a review on iTunes, Amazon, Goodreads, or your podcast app. If you're new to the podcast and want to quickly get up to speed on the concepts we discuss, check out our free five-day mini course. Visit drummerinthegreatmountain.com forward slash mini course. If there's a topic you'd like us to cover on future episodes, we'd love to hear from you. Please send us an email at info at drummerinthegreatmountain.com.